Hey mama, welcome to another episode of the show. Today I am sharing with you books that I have read over the last three months. It is somehow July. I don't know where the first half of that year went, but it's somehow July. And so that means it is the start of a brand new quarter. And so I thought it would be really fun if I did a little review of the books that I have read over the last quarter. So the last three months, they mainly were on Audible, but that still totally counts to me. Anyway, so let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Wholesome Mama Show. I'm Elise and I'm on a mission to help women break free of feeling stuck in survival mode and enjoy motherhood again, even through the tough seasons. When I became a new mum, I felt lost, confused and didn't know my calling beyond motherhood or even if I had one. The last few years have been a journey of finding myself again, becoming well from the inside out and figuring out how to enjoy this time with my little ones. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, abundant life, and I know that that includes us mothers. Join me here for conversations around living with intention, simplifying our homes, holistic health, including quitting the tox, how to really walk in faith in today's world, conscious parenting and marriage, and so much more. So mama, if you've been finding life stressful and overwhelming lately, I'm here for you and I'm so glad that you are here too. Let's take a moment, grab a cup of tea or a glass of bubbles and let's get into today's episode. So the first book is Chase the Lion and it is by Mark Batterson. And the little tagline says, if your dreams, if your dream doesn't scare you, it's too small. And this book is all about going after the God-sized dreams and really the calling, the real calling that God has put on your life. Because whether you know it or not, or whether you even believe it or not, each and every one of us has been created, divinely created with a purpose for this world, for this life. And so this book is really, it's like a balance between inspiring and encouraging, but also like confronting and a bit of a kick up the butt to like really have a bit of grit about you and and go for it. Go for that God-sized dream that is just ridiculous to you, um, but see what God wants to do with your life. And so I listened to this on Audible, and because these things matter, Mark Batterson, the author, actually narrates it, and he has a fantastic voice and is really engaging and keeps the flow going really well. Anyway, so... The whole premise around this book is to quit playing it safe and start running towards the roar of the lion, that big beast of a dream, that big calling, that big thing that you feel like is on your life uh, to run towards it, not, not away from it, not to stop shying away from, you know, and thinking, oh, is God wouldn't really do that. Am I really called? Am I really this? Am I really that? 
so this book was recommended to me by a friend who's also an entrepreneur and I think if you are in in business of any kind whether you have a business or you're like working in a career that you want to um, you know like climb the corporate ladder nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do but even if you are like well I'm just a stay-at-home mum first of all never just stay-at-home mum get to be a stay-at-home mum I would even still highly encourage this book because we all have dreams we all have goals whether it is related to money or career or things that the world tells you your goal should be centered around I would still highly encourage you to read this book because it is it is about going after the call on your life so this book it's actually based upon a story in the Bible in 2 Samuel where a man named Benaiah literally chased a lion into a pit and he killed it which you know it's funny because when we started talking about this story I was like okay cool but the fact that like most of us we would look at a lion and our brain would be like run away now like run run your life depends on where he his brain was like run to the lion get it kill it so that just baffles my mind. So, but for this for this guy Beniah, this opportunity of him facing this lion was he saw it as an opportunity. That's exactly what he saw it as. He didn't see it as um, a threat, as a problem. He saw it as an opportunity. And so this this book is all about that us looking at at our God sized dream and seeing it as an opportunity. For him to move and I thought I'll just read this little um, blurb about the book because I think it sums it up really good when the image of a man eating beast like a lion travels through the optic nerve and into the visual cortex brain sends out the body a simple but urgent message to run away that's what normal people do but not lion chases Rather than seeing a 50-pound problem, they see an opportunity for God to show up and show his power. Chase the lion is more than a catchphrase. It's a radically different approach to life. It's only when we stop fearing failure that we can fully seize opportunity by the main. With grit and gusto, Mark Batterson delivers a bold message to everyone with a big dream. This is a wake-up call to stop living as if the purpose of life was to simply arrive safely at death. Our dreams should scare us. They should be so big that without God, they would be impossible to achieve. Quit running away from what you're afraid of. Chase the lion and change the world. And I I think that, that that pretty much sums up every, you know, I wrote a little little notes about um, each book when I finished because I knew that I wanted to do um, this episode. And I really, the thing that I summed up the book by was, that it's time to stop tiptoeing around life, playing it safely. You know, I, throughout the book, I would look back on my own experiences and challenges and think, wow, I really have lived so much of life with fear of failing. You know, like I haven't put in my all, I haven't put 100% into things because well then if it fails I can 
I can, it'll be okay because it's not like I gave it my all and like it was kind of like I was only half in it. So, so it'll be okay. And that was how, that was my attitude towards a lot of things. Whereas this, so this book was really challenging for me in that way to be like, wow, I, I really don't want to safely arrive at death. Like whenever the time of my death is, I don't want to kind of just tiptoe there and get there safely. Like I want to, I want to fight for what God has put on my life. I want to fight for, you know, my, my calling, my purpose and everything, all the opportunities. I want to take them all, everything that God puts in my path. I want to use it and, and be at my full potential. And so that for me, I, yeah, highly recommend this book. I'm going to give it a nine out of 10. And I think it's just great. No matter where you are on your, on your faith journey, like it wasn't, uh, it's written by someone who's a Christian. So obviously it's got that as the foundation, which I really liked because I don't really, I find so many like personal development books or books for business and entrepreneurs and things like that. I find them to be so far into the manifest and just visualize it and like a bit too new agey for me so I love that this while it's not like super well no it is pretty Christian (laughs) but no matter where you are if you are you know just um just starting in your faith journey then this is still an amazing book or if you've been on the journey for a long time no matter where you are in your journey of going after your goals and dreams and what you want to do with your life and this book is amazing highly recommend it okay let's keep going and I'm not going to take as long on the rest of them because we still have a few to get through so the second book I read was Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. Jane John Townsend and this is such a good book Uh, The little tagline to it is when to say yes and how to say no to take control of your life. And so there's a few of these boundaries books. There's like boundaries in dating, boundaries in marriage, boundaries with children. This is just the original boundaries book. And I really found this book so helpful. Like I, I really agree with them that boundaries are so necessary in our lives and I've spoken about boundaries before and we go into boundaries a lot in the free as a mama course and that's because I feel like for us to be the best wives and mothers and friends that we can be we need to have boundaries because they they help us to actually live more freely so I really liked this book I highly recommend it again it is they are both Christian, so the foundation of the book is very biblical. Um, so just know that going into it. But I find the conversations that they have around boundaries, like a boundaries being selfish, are they not? How do I how do I set up boundaries in my life but still be a loving person that God has called me to be? How do we have conversations around setting up boundaries or when someone is you know trying to get us to do something how do we say no so such a good book highly recommend again probably gonna say eight out of ten um yeah I feel like this is this is a really good book especially if you are someone who 
has in the past or even still is struggling with people pleasing or you don't like saying no and you feel like you are the yes person, then I would listen to this book and see how actually by having boundaries, you can be more in control of your life and that saying no isn't actually a bad thing. Because when you say yes to something, you're automatically saying no to something else anyway. So we need to be in control of what we are saying yes and what we are saying no to. I love this book. I I read the boundaries in dating one when my husband and I were dating. Um, we've done the boundaries in marriage one. But this one's just a really good one to kind of get the overarching, especially if boundaries are a new concept to you, get the overarching biblical perspective on on how to be how to still be a godly woman but have boundaries in place so yes another one I highly recommend the next book was called the gap and the game and this book our team in my social retail business our team and I we all read it together and that was just fun but this is the gap in the game game by Dan Sullivan with Dr Benjamin Hardy and it's actually narrated by them as well which I love um, books when they're narrated so this one I listen to an audible when they're narrated by the author because there's just something so authentic about it So this is the High Achiever's Guide to Happiness, Confidence and Success. And so while I did read this as part of um, like a business from a business point of view, and it really is focused on that, it would still be such a good read for anyone. Uh, Similar to the Chase the Lion book where, you know, that that may be that you have goals career-wise or business-wise, but you know the the concepts and the the principles of that book can be applied to anybody and it's the same thing here so a lot of us are really actually I'm just going to read a little bit of of it because I think that that might help you a bit more understand it this one simple concept is a masterclass on the positive psychology healthy relationships mental well-being and high performance Everything that psychologists know about how to create a high-functioning and successful person can be achieved using the gap and the game. That's Dr. Benjamin Hardy. So most people, especially high ambitious people, are unhappy because of how they measure their progress. We all have an ideal moving target that is always out of reach. When we measure ourselves against that ideal, we're in the gap. So we're always looking at, you know, the kind of, the kind of wife that I want to be, the kind of mum that I want to be, the kind of where I want to be in business, where I wanted to be in my career, where I wanted to be by the time I hit 30 and I'm not there yet. We always focus on the gap between where we are and where we want to be. There's a gap there and that's what we tend to focus on. However, when we measure ourselves against our previous selves, we're in the game. So it's changing your mindset to look, not, not focus on, well, this is where I am, but I'm, not, I'm still not there yet and looking at the gap between where you are and where you want to be. But rather it's about looking at, well, this is where I was and this is where I am now and look how much I have come. So if you think of a um, 
like a line and you've got 10, 10 steps and you've taken six, you've taken six steps, but you are looking at the four steps that you need to take to get to the 10th step. And that's like your ideal of where you want to be right now. You look at that and go, well, I don't have that. I don't have that sorted. I don't, I'm not there yet. Still got all these steps to take. But if you turn around and look, wow, I've just, I've just taken six steps towards where I want to be. That's the gain. What have I gained? And then that you can use to, as momentum to keep going. So that's where the gap and the gain concept comes in. It was developed by legendary entrepreneur coach Dan Sullivan and it's based on his work with tens of thousands of successful entrepreneurs. So he shares stories in this, which is really cool as well. When Dan's coaching, coaching clients periodically take stock of all that they've accomplished, both personally and professionally, they are often shocked at how much they have actually achieved. They weren't able to appreciate their progress before because no matter how much they were getting done, they were always measuring themselves against their ideals or goals. So in this book, you'll find that measuring your current self versus former self has enormous psychological benefits. And that's really the key to this deceptively simple yet multi-layered concept that you have you feeling good, feeling grateful, and feeling like you're making progress even when times are tough. So I really, that was... Um, that last paragraph was just a little bit of a blurb, but I really found this helpful in, you know, in so much of, of life, we, we do have these ideals and these goals of, well, I wanted to tick off this list before I was 30. I wanted to um, hit this certain rank in a business. I wanted to be at this level of management in my company. I wanted to, whatever it is, Instead, we can look at, well, I'm not there yet, but to have the mindset shift, and this is like a, this is a nine out of 10 book. I give this nine out of 10. This is like, you have to listen to this. Because to have that mindset shift changes, changes everything. It changes how, how you apply yourself at work, how you apply yourself at home, both personally and professionally so I yeah this book the gap and the gain absolutely amazing okay so the next book I've just you know I'm not really doing these in order of when I read them just when I wrote them down is hands-free mama and this book is by Rachel Macy Stafford and is actually narrated by her so this was another one I listened to on audible and this was one that we did in the um, Facebook group as well. So Hands-Free Mama is a guide to putting down the phone, burning the to-do list and letting go of perfection to grasp what really matters. So this was amazing at really understanding just how much time, you know, just the little bits and pieces here that we are spending on our phones or trying to get work done or really just distracted. And for a lot of us, the phone is the source of the distraction nowadays. But this book, I I highly recommend. I, I would give it maybe a seven out of 10. It was, it was amazing. I just found it really long. <laughs> By the end of it, I found it a bit repetitive. 
but maybe an eight because the content was really good and I actually really liked at the end of each chapter she gave you hands-free moments so made it really practical of how to apply hands-free time you know and it was things like that I realized I was doing was when I would sit with my daughter on on her bed for her to fall asleep I would scroll my phone and then so after listening to the book I thought okay well I'm going to um, make better use of that time so I would just sit there and be with her I would I would pray I would, would sing songs like lullaby songs for her to fall asleep I'd scratch her back and I just in that moment let her know that I actually didn't have anything else better to do or that I needed to do than be with her in my mind of course I was like well I need to do this I don't have time I don't have time to sit with you and I think that's a big thing that she talked about in the book is this feeling that we feel like we have to do all these things on our to-do list but really at the end of the day do we like what what is more important to your kids knowing and feeling like they are loved and they are valued or you ticking a box on your to-do list so the one thing that I really liked about this book was her perspective on balance because you know it's one thing for us to say well just don't go on the phone ever but like we're human and we still we do have things that need to get done like there is for all of us, there is a few things on those to-do lists that genuinely has to get done, like pay the bills. It has to get done at some point. So I love the um, her, the conversation that she had around balance and still actually getting things done. We don't have to give up technology forever. It's mainly about, was all about seizing those little moments and making them into something special. Even from those moments with my daughter when she was falling asleep to driving in the car, I would often listen to something like an audio book or not not utilize that time to connect with them, which don't have to all the time. But it's really about finding those moments and making them into special moments, creating memories. So, yeah, I'm going to give it an eight uh, only because I did find that it got a bit long and repetitive but the message is something that I live and love and will appreciate forever so so that is hands-free mama by Rachel Macy Stafford all right the next book and there was a lot of um businessy books I have come to realize but the next book is dare to serve by Cheryl Bachelder, I think that's how you say her name. Uh, and she she was the uh, CEO of Popeyes, which um, if you're in the states, you will know exactly what that is. Um, but it's a franchise, like a fast food franchise, over in the states. So she is basically her story of um, rebuilding the brand on a basis of servant leadership. And then she shares lots of stories um, and interactions and experiences with other people where like leadership in leadership, it needs to come from a place of um, servant leadership. 
And servant leadership isn't isn't like weak or soft or ineffective. I think that's a that's a big lie, a big stereotype that she really um, challenges in this book. But really, it was just it was kind of a story of like full of stories and observations and examples of how how to take leadership in any any circumstance, any situation from from self to serve. So I I enjoyed this book. It again got really um long and repetitive. So I'm probably gonna give it I'm probably gonna give it like a seven, six and a half. <laughs> um so not my favorite book, but a really good lessons in in leaderships. And this would be someone who this is very business based. Like so if you were in corporate world or leading a team of any kind then this would be one that I would definitely add to the list because it's got some really good, like really good gold nuggets. Uh, but again, it's just kind of long and drawn out, I found. Okay, the second last book is Fervent by Priscilla Shira. And this is 10 out of 10, which isn't surprising because I love Priscilla Shira. But Fervent is all about a battle plan it is basically she basically gives you a battle plan for prayer so this is obviously a very biblical christian book but what did, what did she say a woman's battle plan for serious specific and strategic prayer and this it's actually like it's so I listened to it in one go um, because I could not stop listening to it. This is another one I did on Audible. And um, I did it while we were cleaning our renovated house. And wow, I'm actually going to, like it was so good, I'm going to go and buy the hard copy. It is definitely one that I would, I would recommend getting the hard copy and like, underlining highlighting writing all over it um yeah because it's so so good so she goes through different areas actually I'll read the blurb and then I'll talk about it more so you have an enemy and he's dead set on destroying all you hold dear and keeping you from experiencing abundant life in Christ what's more his approach to disrupting your life and discrediting your faith isn't general or generic. It's not a one-size-fits-all. It's specific, it's personalized, and it's targeted. This audiobook is your chance to strike back with prayer, a weapon that literally, a weapon that really works. Each chapter will guide you in crafting prayer strategies that hit the enemy where it hurts, letting him know you're onto him and that you won't back down. Because with every new strategy you build, you're turning the fiercest battles of life into precise strikes against him and his handiwork, each one infused with the power of God's spirit. So what she does is she goes through certain areas of everyone's life and she does it from a woman's perspective. So this is this book is um, for women specifically. But she goes through specific areas of your life that the enemy is targeting and wants to take you down 
Uh, and so she goes through the, your passion, your focus, your identity, your family, your past, your fears, your purity, your pressures, your hurts, and your relationships. So they're the 10 areas. And so she helps you to create 10 specific prayers that you can then combat. And it's all based with the word. And so she gives you scriptures to help you. But it is like it is such a powerful book. I I cannot rave about it enough. It is so good. So highly, 10 out of 10, highly recommend it. I would go and get a hard copy version of it, um, especially, especially now where there are attacks on family left, right and centre. There's attacks on health, left, right and centre. Powerful book, highly recommend, 10 out of 10. And the last book, and I'm going to have to try and do these quicker. There's just so much in every book that I wanted to share. But the last book that I have, I, to be completely honest, still have two chapters to go, but I'm going to put it here because I'm going to smash it out over the weekend. It is The All-Conquering Lamb and is by Brian A. Russell. And it is a comprehensive and devotional exposition of the book of Revelation. I've shared bits and pieces from it on uh, Instagram, but it's so important. And I, I totally believe that we are in the end times. And I say that with quotes. But I believe that we are in the end times, whether that means Jesus comes back next week, whether that means he's still next year, five years, 10 years, 50 years, 100 years, whatever, whenever it is. I think it's so important that us as Christians stop shying away from the book of Revelation. Because when you, and this book is so, so good at simplifying it, but making sure that nothing is left out. So that's why it's taken me, it has taken me probably this most of this year so far to get through. So I probably started it back in March. So a good like four or five months to get through. But I highly recommend getting something, um, and that's just the book I use, but getting something to help you understand the book of Revelation. And this I really, I love because it is so simple to understand like he breaks it down so much um he talks about different viewpoints that people have of a certain um verse or a certain passage in there so I yeah this I'm gonna say this one is another 10 out of 10 I know big call whether you get this one or something else the church needs to start speaking about revelation needs to start because it is such a powerful book it is full-on and if you let it be it can be overwhelming and scary but the overall picture that no matter what's happening we already know the ending we know the victory is ours through christ we know that god is on the throne and that's probably my favorite thing is that how much he um, keeps relaying the visions that John is having of God is on the throne throughout all of this. 
nothing is happening without God say so. So I think so important that we as the church get the book of Revelation into us just as much as we you know, read any other book of the Bible. Book of Revelation is still the inspired word of God. So anyway, that's The All-Conquering Lamb by Brian A. Russell. So that is my book list from the last from the last quarter. That's a lot of books and I hope that 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 bless you. I'll quickly go through the list one more time. Chase the Lion by Mark Batterson. Boundaries by Dr. John Townsend and Dr. Henry Cloud. The Gap and the Gain by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Hands-Free Mama by Rachel Macy Stafford. Dare to Serve by Cheryl Batchelder. Fervent by Priscilla Shara. And The All-Conquering Lamb by Brian A. Russell. So seven books. I will put a link to uh, the books if I can in the show notes for you. But I hope that that's helped you and inspired you to pick up a book and read or get Audible and read it. So I'd love to know too. I'd love to know what you are currently reading. So make sure you share on Instagram and tag me at Wholesome Mama what you're currently reading and or if you're in the Facebook group, drop it in there. I'll put a post out and we can all say what we're currently reading because I, I love hearing what other people are reading and what they're getting out of books. So hope that that has blessed you and I hope you have a beautiful week. I'll be with you again next week for another episode. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. I pray that you're blessed by this conversation. And if you did get something out of today's episode, I would love for you to take a moment, leave a review, subscribe, and even share this episode on your socials. And please don't forget to tag me at Wholesome Mama. And also, did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast? Search on Facebook, The Wholesome Mama Community, and I will see you in there. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.